I'm Jody Weitz, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. My name is Jody White's your professional coach, making sure your life is nothing less than spectacular. I'm so happy to have my guest Shay Fox with me today. Hi, Shay. Hi, Jody. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Let me tell you a little something about Shay. Shay Fox is 31 years old and lives in Noosa on the beautiful Sunshine Coast in Australia. He helps people to live a better life by showing them through his own actions and with a process of removal each day that they can develop themselves physically and mentally to better understand themselves and give a better and more efficient self to the world. By adopting habits that regulate and routinize their emotional and mental states, he proves to people that through consciously engaging in the things that we fear, we become stronger and more resilient and can start to live our best lives. All right, Shade. Boy, that's a that's a tall order. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love the fact that you're really making a difference in people's lives. Have you always been helping people? I've definitely definitely not. Definitely been in the party <laughs> scene a lot. Definitely been a DJ. Definitely been very selfish uh, when I was when I was younger, for sure, for sure. Um, and that's kind of where a lot of the problems came in my life, you know, and, and I, I realized through my lowest point through hitting rock bottom, that that wasn't the way to live. And, mm-hmm. and it was only until I had actually fixed myself that I was like, wow, this works. This is, this is amazing. I feel fantastic. I've got to share this with everyone else. Great. Well, well tell me about the low point. I hate to start low, but I love hero stories where you climb out and find For something sh- that you're passionate about. For sure. Well, I, I mean, rock bottom for me was, okay, so I developed, I, I was DJing and then I went to owning a nightclub. And after being in that scene for about five years, I developed a bit of a drug habit, you know, just mm. around the partying, just around being in that social environment. And, you know, to keep up with the energy that everyone else had every single night, you know, you develop that habit from consuming drugs and, you know, it becomes a little bit and then it becomes excessive. So for me, the eventual result of that was police intervention. You know, mm. I was caught with drugs in my own club. I was mm. then locked up in jail. I had to, I had the biggest humbling of my life. I had to sell out of the nightclub because we couldn't hold a liquor license. I had, you know, to move from my waterfront home in, in Sunshine Beach to a garage. You know, I had to just downgrade my whole life, sell my car. I had to, you know, my girlfriend left me and all of these different things. I had to look back and go, how the, how the bloody hell did I end up here? And so my realization was, you know, even the people around me, even the people that I was networked with were going, were affected by the result of my actions. So rock bottom for me was when my girlfriend left me, when all of this accumulation, having the looming lawyers over me asking for money that I just didn't have. Yeah. And so to pull myself out of that, I had to, you know, start a new business and, and really 
go, okay, what can I give to, to everyone else? How do I build myself up out of this? And so first step forward was that realization of I'm the one that's made the mistake here and I've got to fix myself before I can fix this. I can't go back into my destructive habits. You know, there was always the people that wanted to go out and have drinks again. Sure. There was always opportunities to go back down that path, but you know, I chose not to go down there and you know, that's what, that's what saved me. And the workouts when I had this, this weight that was just pulling me down. Like it was, how do, how do I explain it? Like you can't, the only thing that gave me relief from this weight, this anchoring that was just holding me back from just the anxieties, from the depression, I, I, like the suicidal thoughts was cold showers and doing a workout, like excessive amounts of workouts, like literally mm-hmm. training five times a day. And I'm not saying like, you know, you're doing two hours of training. I'm talking like you're doing a couple out an hour or half an hour training, just a quick like kind of get your heart rate elevated. And that's yeah. essentially what saved me. That's, that's what pulled me out of it. And that's been able to write and, and um, write my goals out and to kind of give myself the opportunity that there is more out there. Things are going to get better. You know, you're yeah. not where you are right now is important. It's important for you to realize where you are right now, but then to aim your trajectory forward, you've got to look at how things can improve and what you want most. So that was right. how I pulled myself out of it. Wow. And, you know, that's that's impressive because I know a lot of people who have drug habits, you know, they blame everyone. They don't, they blame their, their parents, they blame their friends, they, they look outside themselves. And as a result, they stay stuck in that place, in that mindset. So it really sounds like a powerful movement that you said, all right, you know, my fault, this is up to me to climb out of this and make my yeah. life better. Yeah, what, what, what were you facing all along there? What, what kind of thoughts were you having as you were pulling yourself out? Because sometimes yeah. they can be negative and like, what am I doing? I want to go party and have fun and etc. Yeah. Well, you have a, you have a negative mindset, but you get a tunnel, you get a kind of tunnel vision where you're so focused on the negative things that are going on that this spiral just keeps going down and down. And you're just like, Oh my God. And now this is going wrong. Oh my God. And now this is like, you're like, I can't take anymore. Like I literally had a point where I was, I had to check in at the police station every, every, every day I had to go in and check in because they, uh, I don't know why, but they make you go to the police station every Mm -hmm. day and check in, sign in. And so I was at a point where I had no vehicle. I was walking in the rain, like mm. going to this damn thing, this damn check-in and just going, <laughs> man, like, like just looking up, just going, what the hell? Like, I've, I've just got to do this anyway. I've just got to push past this. This isn't something like you can't just stop and, and quit. You've got to just keep going. Like there's no other option. And so, you know, that was a big, that was a, a thought process that I had a few times where you just sit there going, is there anything else? Is there anything else? Like, come on. Right. And in some ways, you know, that daily check-in was um, probably pretty positive because you couldn't show up drugged out. You know, you Mm -hmm. had to kind of be presentable and positive and talk to somebody at least for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like a, you know, uh, an AA meeting, Alcoholics Anonymous, where you mm-hmm. meet people who want to get better. I mean, and you're so you're amongst other people that are at least having a good lifestyle or 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 you know clean, and you have to show up clean. I would imagine. 
for sure. Well, for this, it was only you only just go there, wave your hand, say hi to the, oh. the sergeant in charge or whatever it is. So you, <laughs> you check in and, and then you're and then you're out of there. So it wasn't so much that, but it was still the stability, that yeah. structure. And that's and that's something we'll talk about soon. Is this and I don't want to talk about it right now, but the structure of that was important, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's um let's fast forward from that um circumstance and you pulled yourself out and you're doing great. And you decided that um, you want to help people. And uh, tell me a little more about how that formed in your mind and how you started doing that and you were on the path to your business. So for my, for me, the workouts, the process that I was removing all these bad destructive habits, you start to realize and you start to observe your friends around you, you start to observe the people around you and what they're doing and then all of a sudden, because you feel so good and that things are working so well, you you don't let others around you slip. And so my whole thing was that my mate at the time was smoking cigarettes. He was still drinking. He was still going out. He was still doing all these destructive things. And this, mind you, was the one friend that stuck with me, called me when I was at my lowest, checked mm. in with me all the time. So mm. for, for him to do that for me was was amazing. It was And it was the, the one person I had at that time. But then to see him still using the, the, the cigarettes, still drinking, still yeah. doing all these destructive habits. I was, I was like, okay, so I built him up. So I, we got rid of the drinking, we got rid of the cigarettes for him. And now we're working on him in his training. Like, mm. so that was, that was the beginning of it. And I was like, like, this is crazy. Cause he was my best mate for a long time. And we were, you know, we would always go out and drink and party together. And then just to see him turn his life around, it's like, okay, this is, this isn't anything. And this isn't just any old thing. This process is what works. And so ever since then, I've just been developing and, and building on that process. Wow. That's powerful. That and a lot of nagging, right? <laughs> and with yeah. your best friend, you can, you can, you can nag, you can criticize, you can push. And, but um, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. for the nagging because for yeah. me, I showed through my own actions. I show him every day. Like I, the thing is, is I don't quit. I don't quit on him. And when you have that person that shows up every day for you, yeah. you're like, damn. Damn, Chase is going to be there. So, you know, I better go if I, you know, Aww. if I quit. Yeah. That's so nice of you and so positive that yep. you are there for him. Now, mm -hmm. tell me about your process. Tell me about how you do what you do, what kinds of systems you use in order yep. to elevate well, my, others. Well, my first, oh, my first, my, my own process is getting up when I say I'm going to get up. That is the first win that I have. That is my non-negotiable because so many times in the past I would negotiate on when I had to get up and you would sit in bed and you would have this little conversation like, Oh, <laughs> I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. And the moment I stopped having that conversation and pushed past every time I didn't want to get up, you know how many times I don't want to get up out of bed. It doesn't matter <laughs> for me. Like yeah. it just doesn't matter anymore. So now it's so valuable that I get up and get in that winner's mindset. The first one up. That's why I get up so early as well. I mean, that winner's mindset. I'm and you, almost... you said you get up at three 30 AM every morning. Yep. Every morning. Every Goodness. Morning. Right on. No matter what. Yeah. So, and that's just also reinforcing that winner's mindset because you're the person that's, you know, I prefer, there's not as many people on the roads. There's not as many people in the gym. My morning process is done by 7 a.m. So, and everyone else is just getting up out of bed. So I've got a head start already on so many other people. And the structure that I use is what I give, give to my clients and what is so valuable because no one can operate without stability. And you need the things that are non-negotiable that you do every day. And you'll find that in times of adversity, when things aren't going your way, 
that structure, that stability is what's going to hold you stable. Yeah. Now, give me an example of, of maybe your structure. Yep. What what do you have in your day that that you can count on, that you can do, and that you can rely on? Yeah. Well, I've got all my wake up times. I've got my obviously my hygiene process, and then I've got my workouts. Then I've got my Instagram posts, so sharing my workouts with other people. Then I've got I'll come back, have my food, share that with other people. You know, tracking my food, tracking the macro content of the foods I'm eating, um, and then I've got. You know, I'll sit down and do a little bit more content during the day, do a little bit of research, maybe do some client calls. And then I do a midday workout. I'll do like just a quick, you know, 50, 150 pushups, whatever it may be. Because I find myself, I drop a little bit sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's really that midday, 11 o'clock till 2 p.m. that I kind of drop. And so I use that little bit of workout to keep myself up. And then, you know, I have a little bit of time with my spouse in the afternoon, or I potentially do another workout, a little boxing workout in the evening. So yeah and then usually that's i'm in bed by 7 a.m 7 p.m oh, sorry 7 p.m yeah. wow that's great and you know i love the fact that you're you've really found that exercise is really a way to keep your energy up and mm -hmm. is a way just to kind of keep you moving um mm -hmm. is this what you suggest to other clients yeah, that mindset that you have when you when you want to negotiate on that second workout, when you want to negotiate on the workout at all, that mindset, that internal voice, when you witness that, I mean, that's the whole, that's everything right there. So overcoming that is one of the battles that I go through with my clients. And you know, they realize that after they do that little micro workout, that they feel better, that they feel elevated, and that they've got more focus because it's easy when you're feeling at a lower frequency to then go and you know, get the distractions because the comforts, the foods, and the, they make yeah. you feel good. But all you need to do is lift your heart rate up and you're feeling better again. You know, take time out from whatever you're doing, go to that workout, boom, straight back into it. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. I've got a rebounder, which is a little trampoline in my, uh, the other room and I will bounce to just, to yeah, right. get things going. And yep. it really is amazing how it relaxes you and you're energized. So, mm -hmm. so that's great. Now that's you were talking about, you know, people avoiding or negotiating or saying, now, ah, you know, I'll just have more caffeine or different food to bring me up. Why do you think that gets in the way? What, I mean, what is going on behind that negotiation? For the foods? I well, think for, big... for anything. I mean, I, you know, just, just avoiding doing something that's positive for them. Well, I think people are so conditioned to doing the same thing over again and they feel like the comfort is a positive thing. They feel like they deserve it. They feel like they deserve all these things. And my whole thing, and it my whole thing was like, I don't deserve to feel this way. I don't deserve to feel this way. And what I was doing was making me feel that way. So it's kind of like you lost your happiness. You're looking for happiness in the same place you lost it. You know, I always felt better after I did the things that I know I wanted to do, but didn't feel like doing at the time. So, yeah. 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 That, that's good. So you were able to really evaluate your life and say, mm -hmm. boy, this is this is not working but this is working so that motivated you to stay on the track definitely because it, every opportunity like you give certain things in your life the meaning and the point to it so yeah. anything that's trivial that you find trivial 
make it not trivial. You know, give that the power because you'll find that a lot of times in your head, you're negotiating over the smallest little stuff. Like be the person that stands. If you at one point in your life said you were doing it or at one point in the past that you were doing it and it came to the time to do it, do it. And I mean, you know, it sounds so simple, but a lot of people don't just do that. Like they'll leave something so simple, like the dishes in the sink, you know, something so simple, like flossing their teeth, ah, brushing my teeth, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, you do enough of that in the row and you, you, your health just deteriorates, things deteriorate around you. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I think we, we all lead busy lives, but you've got to take moments just to help yourself, help your mind be clear about um, what you need to do in order mm -hmm. to live your best life. Mm -hmm. Now, um, how, what would you say about building habits? How can you best do that? Building habits start with structures. You've got to understand I say it's more of a removal, remove your bad habits, but you can't just take them away. It's easy to just say remove them like that, but mm. you've got to understand the structure that supports that habit. That's what I think is most important. And so say you want to stop eating so much ice cream. So the structure is that you've got ice cream in the fridge. You get rid of the ice cream out of the fridge. So don't ever go and put it in the fridge or alternatively supplement or or offset it with say a healthier choice or something like that to build yourself up. So you're, you're out of that. But yeah, a lot of it is the structure that surrounds it, that supports it, the people that you're around in all the time, the content that you're consuming, the things that you're doing, you won't realize that you're actually programming your mind in that way. Right, yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, just from working with your clients, how long does it take for a person to build a habit without, again, going back and forth and with this negotiation? Well, they say, you know, 30 days. 30 days, but I think people do it sooner than that. I think people get to see the benefits of it within two weeks, for sure, for sure, once they stop. But, you know, 30 days is is kind of the standard. Great. Now, that, that's doable. Mm. <laughs> Definitely. Um, now, um, I know you're also in a business coaching program. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so we do like side hustles, anyone that has, and, and not just like drop shipping, not just like online things like that. We do more like, you know, say service base or say if you've got windows that you want to sell or you want to sell, make candles or something like that. So actually something that people want or need and selling it at a price that they're willing to pay that generates revenue that lets it so your business can keep going. That's it. As simple as that. So we do like, you know, if you've got, you want to start a business, you haven't got a business, you'll do go get a vacuum, start a cleaning business, advertise online. So we help people do that. Great. So you help like uh, new entrepreneurs really yeah. get a jump on how they can start a business and maybe grow it yeah, past the, the, the a whole, side hustle. Yeah. Well, the whole point of the in getting the money from your client into your, like knowing that whole process, I think, you know, a lot of people haven't actually learned that you can invoice people that, you know, you can ask for money. You know, people don't realize that they can actually do that. So, yeah, it's just teaching people about that. But, yeah, you know, that's right. something that I, that was valuable for me. And that's how I built my own, my own. I've got another business, a cleaning business that I do as well that just runs itself. So That's great. That's great. So I know um, you said that you come home and you uh, work on Instagram. What would you recommend to our listeners about building a following in social well, media any any platform building a following you've got to have valuable content you've got to be giving value 
to the people, you know, why do you follow someone? Why do you follow someone else? You've got to remember that you follow them because they tell you things that you didn't quite understand, or they have an outlook on life that you hadn't kind of, or a paradigm shift that you hadn't seen before. So, I mean, give value, give value and be consistent. You know, building a following is all about consistent. You want, you know, it, it's like a series on TV. You know, you want that, you want that next episode every single time, every single time, you know? So that's, I think that's part of, and trust. You've got to be real. You can't be fake. None of this fake stuff. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You'll be caught out in Be real. <laughs> How do you show that you're real? I mean, you personally. I don't miss. I say what I'm going to do. I say what I'm going to do. I post my, <laughs> I post my wake up time every morning. I just, I just don't miss. I am accountable. I show people my authenticity, you know, even when I speak on the camera, I'm just, I'm just me, you know, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. I, I think a lot of people are trying to be someone else in, instead of just being themselves. And, and they're so worried about what others think that, you know, they're trying to escape this, this life because it's not theirs because they're so worried about others. Right. Great. I, I love that, that you're speaking honestly to people through your video posts. That's great. Mm -hmm. And, and again, I think, I think they can sense it, you know, when you're, yeah randizing and uh telling them things that you know are well when it's not congruent possible. yeah yeah when it's not congruent they people know it's inauthentic yeah, yeah. And, and actually um connecting with them in an honest way is is going to get you more followers definitely yeah. Yeah. definitely great well um shay you know um how can people get in contact with you if they'd uh, like more information? Well, at the moment, I'm just working off my Instagram and it's at Shady Fox, just on Instagram there. Okay. And, and Shady it. Fox is S-H-E-A-D Fox. That's right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's great. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time i love your passion and your inspiration and i love the fact that it's just kind of just do it you, you just yeah. do it you think it you do it and yeah. that's very very powerful for living a great life <laughs> fantastic thanks yeah. jody great all right shay thanks for being uh, being with us today appreciate it thank you jody yeah I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com dot com.